Welcome back to Courage to Shine with Michelle Colt. It has been an amazing, stellar week in terms of so many client wins this week. So many of my clients are really stepping into their power and really having the courage to shine on new, beautiful levels in so many different ways in their lives and career. On a personal level, I had the absolute pleasure of seeing my husband act in a film in terms of a screening of a film he recently did. And it was the first time that my husband in a very long time was on that end of the business in terms of being in front of the camera again. He was amazing. It was really fulfilling on so many levels to see him shine. He's an amazing actor and a beautiful acting teacher. And presently, just to give him a little plug, he has two in-person ongoing classes happening in Los Angeles these days and a beautiful Zoom class that happens on Saturday. If you are an actor or know an actor who's looking for a great teacher and guidance in that way, I suggest they check out his website, www.robertcolt.com. One of my clients who had something huge happen in his acting career recently had asked me if in one of my episodes I could address something that he's heard me talk about for a long time. And that's this interesting ability to be able to tune into your heart and your intuition and your knowing. Now, as I've said in previous episodes, I like referring to intuition as knowing. And I was really thinking about that just a little while ago when I knew I was going to be talking about this today. Like, why is it that I just love knowing so much? And I just prefer it in terms of intuition. I mean, intuition is a fabulous word on a lot of levels, but there's something incredibly empowering about having the ability to tap into your unique voice and really embrace your talents. And what happens when you're able to do that on a more consistent basis is you communion You go into a place of communion with your knowing. Ah, I just love that word so much. So that's one of the things I'll be addressing today. And of course, giving processes to be able to connect with your heart and your intuition and knowing on deeper levels. I wanted to touch base around something that I brought up in last week's episode, when I was talking about jealousy and envy. Jealousy and envy are very, very tricky for a lot of people. And the reason why they can feel so tricky is because of the shame that can come up in and around them. We're not encouraged, for the most part, in our society to 
express jealousy and envy, to be in touch with it. There's so many unlivable ideals that get dished out there in the world that really cut us off from our authentic reactions, from our emotions and our reactions to things. And again, as I keep talking about in so many of the episodes, that part of you that gets triggered, so let's just say it like this, that part of you that feels the jealousy and envy is very much connected with your inner wounded child. It's not helpful if we have jealousy or envy come up to shame ourselves about it, to try to pretend like it's not there. And the point I wanted to make today regarding this is that when we are cut off from our jealousy and our envy, especially our envy, we can do very destructive things. Sometimes that destructive aspect is really something we turn inward on ourselves. And sometimes it's turned out on the person that the envy is coming up for. In terms of how it is displayed or acted out in an outward motion way, we will say super nasty things. We can do super nasty things. Now again, that goes back to what I spoke about last week, that the difference between jealousy and envy is that when envy is coming up, there's this need to destroy in order to have. And what I wanted to make a point of today is that if you're in touch with envy, when it comes up, you're able to process through it in a very lovely way for yourself so that you are a lot less likely to say super shitty things, to do things that are harmful. Now, I just said a couple moments ago that the envy can really be something that attacks us on the inside or It can be something that happens on the outside with nasty comments, nasty actions. So I want to be very clear. If envy is something that you're really uncomfortable with, a lot of times you won't even be aware that it's there. And you may hurt yourself unconsciously because you're dealing with it. It really depends on pe- on how people deal with, I guess is the best way to say it, with envy. So I really want you to think about this. And I really want you to know, in your knowing, that it is natural to have jealousy and envy come up. It's one's ability to be honest with ourselves in terms of different emotional reactions that we're having that allows us to then move through it and not get boggled down underneath it. And again, just to mention what I mentioned last week, jealousy can actually be motivating because it gets us in touch with 
something we want for ourselves. The other thing I'll touch upon real quickly also that I did speak about last week is that the thing that's really tricky-dicky about envy is that envy is always coming from a place of lack and that there's not enough go to go around. And a lot of times this was conditioning that we received in our families growing up. So it's another important piece to look at. So let's do a couple of regulation processes right now because that was a real mouthful in terms of what I've already shared and it could have been a little triggering on some level. So wherever you are right now, begin to notice what the temperature of the air feels like. As best you can, let your bellies relax letting your tongues relax and widen within your mouths. And I want to invite you to just notice as best you can what you're aware of in terms of the emotions that you're experiencing right now, the feelings you're experiencing. It could have been something that you were noticing an hour or two ago it could be something that came up because of something I've shared already in this episode. Just tuning in as best you can. And as best you can, I want to invite you to allow, to acknowledge, and to even welcome whatever it is you're feeling right now. having this really sweet sense of curiosity about it. And now, as best you can, let go of the label you call that feeling and simply have it as energy or light whatever word works for you and any thoughts or stories or judgments that are coming up right now, let all of that just be energy and or light as well. Letting your bellies relax. Feeling your tongue relax and widen within your mouth. And then very gently and slowly begin to look around wherever you are right now. Noticing the space and light around you. And see if you can also notice the space and light within you. Lovely. So let's talk about this. We're just such fascinating creatures, us human beings. Simultaneously, in any given moment, we're dealing with so many different things. We're dealing with the mind slash ego. 
We're dealing with the sensations that are happening in our bodies, the natural functionings of our body. We're dealing with emotions. And so many of us are wanting to access our intuition slash knowingness, which I really feel and has been supported by a lot of other people as well, that that part of us metaphorically is represented in our heart area. So as we're trying to tune into our heart, we're also dealing with the ego and the thinking mind and certain gut reactions that are happening. Now, there's been so many people that have talked about doctors and that kind of person. (laughs) So there's been a lot of medical scientific proof that there's a huge correlation between what goes on in the mind, the emotional aspects of the brain, and the gut. And it's a really interesting thing because, you know, a lot of times people will tell people, well, tune into what your gut says. And that's really, really tricky for a lot of people. Because so much of the time, some kind of triggering has happened in the emotional brain in terms of the amygdala has been activated. And now our systems are being flooded with adrenaline and cortisol. And I always tell people, I've said it throughout the episodes too, you have to tune into a certain piece of information, a certain process in a way that you resonate with deeply. In my experience of doing my work for about 18 years now, Uh, doing it, of course, with myself personally and with thousands of people at this point, I have found that it seems to be much more resourceful to tune into the heart area rather than the gut instinct aspect. Again, because of what I just said. Now, here's the thing. And I've been talking about this since day one of my podcast. If you're having a more regulated nervous system, it is going to be much easier to tune into your heart, knowing, and intuition. Because as I've said in several episodes, you know where you're at in a really interesting way in terms of what emotions are coming up and feelings and thoughts What's underneath that is your nervous system. So if your nervous system is feeling regulated, you're going to have generally more positive emotions happening and feelings and then thoughts. So as I thought about this question from my client, what I realized on a really deep level is that when your inner world is attended to, your nervous system relaxes, which then affects your emotions and your thoughts deeply. And this is what helps you to ultimately tune into your knowing and your intuition. As I always say, the heart, in a really gorgeous way, and I would add your vulnerability, 
your heart and your vulnerability are the portal into your knowing and intuition. So the more regulated your beautiful nervous systems are, the easier it's going to be to tune into your knowing and your intuition. Wow. That's the truth of the matter. And there are so many different ways we can begin to experience a more regulated nervous system. Eating in a way that really supports you is important. And that's going to be very different from person to person. Certain foods help you to feel more grounded and more nourished. Whereas other foods, because of the way they chemically react in your body, make you feel sluggish. They give you brain fog. That's part of a way to really take care of your nervous system. Having your go-to nervous system regulation techniques, many of which I have taught throughout these episodes. A couple great go-tos that I get the most feedback about. Letting the belly relax. Letting the tongue relax and widen within the mouth. Noticing the space. Some other beautiful ways to regulate the nervous system, movement, exercise, meditation, humming and singing, dancing, writing, cooking, art. There's so many. Getting out into nature. And it's really helpful to have a list of the top five go-tos for you. And when you're making big decisions and that kind of thing, it's super important to move into a place of regulation. And I'll also throw in there that taking care of that inner child is a huge piece of this. When I said a little while ago, it's all about really attending to your inner world. A big piece of that is taking care of your inner child. You'll notice a huge difference in your sense of well-being once you're in communion with your inner child on a more regular basis. Now, that being said, and I've spoken about this before, I want to really encourage you to have a lot of patience with yourself in regards to that. For some people, myself included, who spent so much of their younger life in a place of being numb, tuning into, for me, it's a she, (laughs) tuning into my younger self, my little girl, is still not particularly easy. And one of the easiest ways I have access to her is by journaling and writing. Also, I was speaking to another client earlier today, and he said something brilliant. He said he touches in with his inner child throughout the day. Now, he's lucky in a lot of ways because he's one of my clients that has very quick access from the very beginning of doing that kind of work with me. It's been a couple years now. And he has, from the very beginning for the most part, had easy access to his younger self. So again, you're doing 
any of what I'm suggesting as best you can. And it's the daily practice of the different processes and techniques that I teach that will help you to see the biggest results. Another thing I recently heard that I loved was this. Generosity on the inside leads to generosity on the outside. So another great thing to do is when you feel yourself feeling bad about yourself, thinking negative thoughts about yourself, it's a super powerful practice to think of three things that you genuinely appreciate about yourself. In an interesting way, it's a pattern interrupt in terms of the way you may have seen yourself for a long time. Doing that at least once a day, more than once a day is great too, begins to put yourself in a place where you're being generous with yourself on the inside. And I can say from what I've seen with myself and many others, it does begin to lead to generosity on the outside and it begins to make it easier for you to receive because you start to feel safer to receive. Wow. Pretty profound. Ah, another beautiful episode. Again, I was so incredibly excited to record this. Follow, rate, and review and share this episode with anyone you think that would benefit. I so incredibly appreciate uh, the beautiful reviews I've been getting and that kind of thing. It's also a good idea to follow me on Instagram. My handle there is Michelle Colt Coach. I'm always posting processes, information, and that kind of thing. And my beautiful website is my name, www.michellecolt.com. And there's many different support type material there. Uh, there's my beautiful ebook that I wrote last year, Nervous System Whisperer, and other ways that you can get support from me. I am incredibly excited about my next online workshop. I have picked a date. It's going to be on uh, May 20th, a Saturday. It's going to be two hours, and I will be doing it live from 9 until 11 Los Angeles time, which is PDT. There are usually at least half of the people that want to attend that can't be there live, so they will be receiving the Zoom recording and a beautiful booklet that I'm putting together for this workshop within an hour after I teach it. So if you'd like to jump in, please email me at michelle at michellecolt.com. Again, the name of this particular workshop is going to be Dancing with Your Destiny. And it's going to be a powerhouse. You are enough just as you are. You always were enough and you will always be enough. Until next time.